2021. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Word of God. Thank you, Father, because we can call you God and we can call you Father. Thank you because you've made us your children in whom you are well pleased. Father, I praise you for your presence here with us. Thank you. You're worthy to be praised and adored. As we listen to you tonight, I thank you because it'll bring transformation. It'll be a time worth spending in your presence. Thank you because we're leaving here equipped in the little time that we spend here. Equipped with new grace, with favor, with your presence. And we know that we would assemble again to thank you, to worship you. Because this is the beginning of great things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. I'm so excited because I've got so much to share with you um, from the Word of God, from the Spirit of God. And I've just been thinking how much time I've got and want to use. You know, because there's so much that he said. So much that he said. Who's excited for the word? Who's excited for what you may call the message of the year? I know we've heard different things. We've heard great things, glorious things. And there is nothing like too much of the word. When you hear from this side, you collect the grace from this side. You collect grace from this side. You collect. That's how it works. God always wants us to have more than enough. Like Jupiter Angel says, he's an extravagant God. Very extravagant. Always more than enough. And you see, prophecy is also territorial. You see, there's words when we talk about the world in focus and the people of God. And even within your local church, your local assembly, there's a word for that group, for that fellowship, for that family. Even families have words. Do you know that? So, this is God's word for you. For you in this time. And so some of you may or may not have heard something today just yet. But this is your opportunity. This is your moment. And so I want to hop right into it. I remember we did Precious Words for 2020. Um, but if you see, this year is a special one because we're running it a different way. We don't usually do it this way, but it's happening differently this year um, because there's growth. There's growth. There's development. So I said to start off, first of all, with how this all started. 
we were just in secondary school. And the Lord has brought us month after month through stages growing in Him, studying His Word, teaching His Word, learning to pray and to intercede, diving into the deep things of God. All we want to know is Jesus. And we've been going from stage to stage. And you see, in the Spirit, there are different stages. And all this time, for these several months, I told you this is very different, and I don't want you to miss it. These several months, you know, it's been a time of preparation. And now we are in a very special time. And that's exactly what I want to share with you. The word from the Spirit of God today, for this year, from now. So like I said, we've been growing in God, studying his word, praying, interceding, reaching our world. And when you look back to all the testimonies we've had, we have our testimony page. We've got our, our network, the victories, the miracles, the, the testimonies of God's protection, his mercy, his faithfulness. You conclude that this can only be the work of the Holy Spirit. It can only be the work of the Holy Spirit. And the reason we are never lost is because God's word is always guiding. His spirit is always speaking. So we are never lost. Never at loss as to what his will is, what his plan is, what he's going to do. We're never at loss. And now, we're here again. Usually we do on the 31st. Now we're, we're already in the first 2021 January. What is the Spirit of God saying? What is he saying? So for this, I want to read you some things from the Bible. I want to read you three stories from the Bible. Three stories. I'm just going to give you short portions. But three remarkable stories from the Bible. Three stories. We're going to look at and then you're going to have a clue where we're going and you're going to hear it the first let's go the birth of moses this is the first one exodus chapter 2 and verse 1 and there went a man of the house of levi and took to wife a daughter of levi and the woman conceived and bare a son remember this is the birth of Moses. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. Remember, they were killing the children of the Hebrew women. That's what they were sent to do. So when Moses was born, she saw that he was a goodly child and hid him three months. Verse 3, bone of contention. And when she could not longer hide him, that is, when she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. 
I want you to note this word or this, this short statement. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him and put him in that basket. All right. I want you to read this from Hebrews because Paul makes a reference to that very story, which is real. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 23. The Bible says, by faith, Moses. So I want you to understand that what happened in Exodus chapter 2 was by faith. Meaning it was by the word of God. It was inspired by the spirit of God. How many are already following this? So Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 23 says, by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents. Because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. They were not afraid. Why? They were acting by faith. Meaning there's something supernatural about this birth. There's something that God has to do with this birth. Verse 24. By faith Moses when he was come to years. I want you to notice that statement. When he was come to years refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of reward. And I said, I want you to notice, when he was come to years, that's verse 24, the second story, Who's getting somewhere? Are you liking this? The second story that I want to give you is the birth of John the Baptist. You need to follow this carefully. Luke chapter 1. Let's go there so that you see something. Luke chapter 1. So the first one, the birth of Moses. The second, the birth of John the Baptist. Luke chapter 1 from verse 11. And they appeared unto him, that's unto Zacharias, and they appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing in the right side of the altar of incense. Remember, Zacharias was a priest. There appeared an angel unto him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son. And thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. Now the angel of the Lord is speaking about the birth of John the Baptist. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Are you watching this? Let's go. Verse 67 of this same book same chapter 67 when he was born john the baptist has been born right and the father is now made to speak because remember because of his attitude toward the word of the angel he became dumb so now he says and his father zacharias was filled with the holy ghost at the birth of john the baptist and prophesied listen to this prophecy saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. 
as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers, and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham that he would grant us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, remember he is filled with the Holy Ghost now and prophesying over his son, John the Baptist that we might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. And then he begins to speak directly to John, his child. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of sins. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness, and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. I want you to listen to verse 80. You need to note these. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. Who's marking all the places I said to mark? You're marking all the places? Okay, that's verse 80. And he was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. Maybe you didn't catch it from these first two stories. Maybe you'd catch it in the third one. And then you'd know what the message of the year is. The third story is about the church of Jesus Christ. It's prophetic, but people may not even have noticed it when they were reading about it. So it's about us. And I want to read to you from Galatians chapter 4 from verse 1. Galatians chapter 4 from verse 1. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, this is a different birth, but it's talking about the different people. Now the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. But is on tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage to the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Look at that. But he's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. What do I want you to note in this third story? That there is an appointed time. There is a fullness of time. And when it is come, God sends. Have you got the message of the year just yet? Have you got the message? This year is a very special year. I told you that there are stages. There are stages where you're just getting into God. You're a newbie. You're a fresher. And you're just getting into the things of God. You're just getting into the things of God. And God is still, he's still preparing you for something. I read you the first story, the birth of Moses. I told you, he was a goodly child and he was hid. But there came a point where they could hide him no longer. And something had to happen. He was sent somewhere. The second story. 
of John the Baptist. Of John the Baptist. And if you read in Luke chapter 3, from verse 2 to 6, you see, the Bible says that the word of the Lord came to John the Baptist and he came out from the wilderness preaching and proclaiming that all flesh may see the salvation of God just as the, as the prophecy had spoken. And I read you a third story of an heir that as long as he remains a child in understanding, differeth nothing from a servant, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed by the Father. Are you still thinking for what the message of the year is? 2021 for us is the year of our glorious appearing. It's the year of our glorious appearing. In other words, the year of our showing forth. The year of our appearing. The year of our manifested glory. And I, I really, 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 really want to show you something. Because, you see, it may appear for a while like you were under the shadows. It may appear for a while like you were you were you were just somewhere you were not noticed but there is an appointed time there's a timing in the spirit there's a timing in the spirit tell someone there's a timing in the spirit and when that time comes nothing can stop you it's the year of our shekinah of the manifested glory of our glorious appearing we've come on the scene We've come on the scene. We've come on the scene. We've come on the scene. Let me show you something. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. I'll show you something. Very important. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. From verse 14. I want to show you something. He says, Now thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph. I want you to see that. He always causes us to triumph in Christ and maketh manifest. The word there is ephanero. He makes apparent the savour of his knowledge by us in every place. I want you to see this. He says, he makes manifest. That is, he, he makes apparent, visible. He reveals something. He says the savour, the fragrance, the perfume of his knowledge by us. What's going to happen this year? I said, we're a people of prophecy. What's going to happen this year? God is making manifest the savour of his knowledge, the fragrance of his knowledge, meaning the knowledge of God will be made known, will be made manifest through you in every place, meaning every place is going to get a taste of God because you came there. Every place you walk through, there's a, there's a presence that's following you. Has been emitted out of you, out of your spirit. The year of our glorious appearing. For we are unto God a sweet savour of Christ. A sweet savour of Christ. A sweet savour of Christ. There's something oozing out of you this year. And it's the God in you. The divinity in you. It's a year of encounters, I'm telling you. A year where God's presence, God's glory... Is going to be made manifest in a way that people never thought possible. So now is that appointed time? Is that appointed time? And there are some prophetic words that I want to read out to you. 
because the Spirit of God was speaking to me and speaking to me and, and showing me a lot of things. And there are some words I want you to hold with you this year. Very important. Very important. I want you to take them with you and be conscious of them. The first is the declaration in form of song of David in 2 Samuel chapter 22. I want to read you something. And as you, wherever you are, you just keep saying, I receive, I'm walking in it now. I want you to see something. 2 Samuel chapter 22. 22 verse 29. I want you to see this. I just want to read a portion of it. So it's actually from verse 29 to 51. But I want to read just a portion so that you get this word. He says, For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. For by thee, David is saying, By God I have run through a troop. By my God have I leaped over a wall. What is he saying? He says, Impossibilities become possibilities. How? Through my God. And who is God with us today? The Holy Spirit. For by thee I have run through a troop. By my God have I leaped over a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord and who is a rock save our God? God is my strength and my power. This year God is your strength. No, you're no longer asking God for strength anymore. You no longer said, Lord, I need strength. No, he has become your strength and your power. And he maketh my way perfect. You're no longer praying, God, perfect my way. Make the crooked path straight. No, he says he has perfected. He makes my way perfect. He makes my feet. Ah, this is important. Verse 34. He makes my feet like hind's feet. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer, like a doe. Meaning I walk with supernatural speed this year. And setteth me upon my high places. He makes my feet like hind's feet and sets me upon high places. He makes my feet like hind's feet. Meaning we're walking with divine speed this year. And sets me upon my high places. He says he teaches my hands to war. So that a bow of steel is broken by mine hands. By mine arms. Oh, that's what's happening. It's happening. By your God, you would leap over a wall. By your God, you will run through a troop. By our God, it's going to happen. This year, it's happening. You stepped into it. And he gave a number. He said 50. He said 50 years. The work of 50 years. Do you know what the work of 50 years is? Think of 50 years. What could someone do in 50 years? In 50 years. That's why I read out the scripture to you. He made my feet like Heinz's feet. Meaning you're no longer walking in your own strength or in your own power. No, the Lord is driving you forward. So supernatural speed. A speed that no one has ever seen. Such that the work in 50 years. Could you, could you, oh no, wait, think about it. I know you've heard 10 years in one, but do you know what 50 years is? Let me, let me explain to you why it's so crazy. You see, when, when, when there's a timing, the, it means there's a way we operate in it. When God spoke to Abraham and said, as far as your eyes can see, that have I given you. It, it, it meant if you, if you want to see everything, 
then I will give you everything. When God tells you as far as your eyes can see, he is telling you, can you imagine? How big is, is this your imagination? How big can you see? When God tells you 50 years, you can't be looking at your own strength. You can't be looking at yourself. When he tells you 50 years, you ought to be seeing his power, his strength, his ability, his spirit, his power. So how far can your eyes see? How much results do you want to pull forth this year? What do you want to do? He wants to make the fragrance of his knowledge, the savour of his knowledge, manifest, apparent, visible. And, and you see, what it means is, it's no longer just people that are spiritually minded that are going to see, but all flesh shall see the salvation of our God. Meaning, everybody is going to know something. There's something about you. There's something about you. Oh, there's a lot of visions and projects and plans that we've had and we've been talking about. And you see, some of those things already started shooting out. Like the first book already came out last year. It already came out last year at the, at the closing moment. It came out. And there's so much, so much more this year planned. And it's our year of our glorious appearing. Where we arrive on the scene. Where we arrive on the scene. This year, God didn't create us to be watchers. You know, we're not watchers. We've been watching for a while, observing for a while. But now, he says, it's time for you to come out of the shadows, to turn up on the sea. To turn up on the sea. So I want to read you quickly some prophetic words before we just minister to the Lord. Some prophetic words. God is able to make all grace abound. And I want to break down that word grace for you. So that you understand the areas that you can expect this grace. Number one, favor. Number two, material resources, including wealth. When he says he's able to make all grace abound to you, favor. Material resources, including wealth. Next, we have people. Three, people. The right people, the right connections. Number four, ideas. Number five, wisdom. And the ability to execute. So favor, material resources including wealth, people, ideas, wisdom, and the ability to execute. You know, sometimes we have ideas. The wisdom of God has been ministered, yet ability to pull through, ability to bring it forth, that is made available. So your finances will change this year. What you never saw yourself doing, you will be able to do, and you will do. And it is a year of war, you see. As we plunder hell, so the kingdom of God will so manifest, and the Lord has brought us to an enlarged place of grace and prosperity admonish you to read the blessing in Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 7. He says, The Lord God has blessed thee in all the work of thine hand, and since you have lacked nothing. It's a blessing of abundance, a special blessing. And you see, biblical abundance doesn't mean plenty. 
the, 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 the actual meaning of biblical abundance actually means without limit. That is a measure that is given to you without being measured. What do you call that? So no, it's, it's not a limit to the wisdom that is going to work with you, with the power that's going to work with you. Oh boy, oh boy. To, to, to the infinite ability, possibilities coming your way. What was not possible will be possible this year. You see? So a year of abundance without limit. You and your family won't live subject to the economy this year. Because an account has been opened for you in the spirit. And it's for you to draw from within. Draw from within. You're not going to look outside this year. No, everything is, is, is in you. Because as I'm ministering the word to you, so much is happening in your spirit. Your spirit is grabbing it and working with it. So it's a year of encounters. The divine will be seen plain in men's eyes. And there is no situation that will not bow this year if you will speak God's word. Speak God's word. Give him your words this year. Pray. Pray like never before. Because those times of prayer, you are framing the occurrences through prophecy. You're framing your life. Framing possibilities. Framing possibilities. You know what that means? Dear God, you're no longer just saying, God, you're the God of impossibilities. No, he has made you a person that makes the impossible possible. I see you calling forth results, calling things into being. Because last year was a year of preparation, but this is a year of manifestation, of glorification. Where the Lord exalts the horn of his anointed, like Hannah prayed, like Hannah sang. Thou hast exalted the horn of thine anointed. What does that mean? The horn contains the anointing. And the anointing of God is, is resident in your spirit. So when he says he has exalted the horn of his anointed, what it means is he has exalted you. He has exalted you. He has honored you. Because one of the things he said to me, he said the sacrifice and the investment, the seeds sown by many saints all these years in blood, sweat and tears, we've come to a consummation. We've come to that, that full point, that full measure, where the jug is full. We've come to that full measure. So we are now in that consummation. There is a fullness, and all we have to do is to flow in it. There must first be a fullness before an overflow. But now the cup is full, the jug is full. So what do we do to cause the overflow? He says, dive in it. The moment we get into the water, get into that flow, there will be an overflow. And as you're receiving the word now, that's what's happening. You're being plunged. Your spirit is being put into that water that will cause the overflow. That will cause the overflow. That will cause the overflow. Oh, Karabasokrodilas. Thank you, Lord, for your word. So 2021, we've not been called to be watchers, but to take God's word and put it to work. He says, we have passed the level of talk. It is time to manifest. 2021 is the year of the manifestation of my spirit. He says, it's a year of action, of putting the word to work. 
a year to manifest divinity. All our plans, visions, and dreams are coming to fruition this year. It's a year to prove the knowledge of God. The savour of his knowledge is made manifest. It's a year to be strong and do exploits by the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These are words I want you to carry with you. Make sure you listen and re-listen to this. Re-listen to it. Carry it through the year. Impressing times. This message will put you over. It will put you over. And the last thing he says is to take it by force. Take it by force. The kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. He says take it by force. You must force your way ahead. Forge your way ahead. If you must be ahead, you must forge your way there. He says don't play games this year. Don't play with the devil this year. Take it by force. What has God told you? Take it by force. You see, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of watching. It's time. It's my time to arrive on the scene. So you take it by force. You refuse to allow anything slide. He says, it's the force of my spirit. The force of my spirit. He says, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. That's the force of the Holy Spirit. So you take it by force. You take your victory by force. Take your dominion by force. Get on the throne. Sit on that throne. Reign from there. You choose to live on top. Don't lose your grip for anything. You're taking everything by force. All that was taken, all that the devil has taken, you're taking it by force. You don't plead with the devil this year. No, too many are pleading with the adversary. But only they that will take it by force will eat of the good of the year. So you take it by force. It's a year to be a soldier. It's a year to be strong in the Lord. Because these years to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are years of war. And as we work by the force of the Spirit, they are years of victory. So we're going to take it by force. Every soul, every victory, every blessing, every promise is in the hands of those who will take it by force. And I say that that's us in the name of Jesus. We take it by force. We say no more games, no more playing around, no more dancing around. It's time to take it by force. And it's by the Holy Spirit. It's by the Holy Spirit. It's by the Holy Spirit. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Glorify God. Say it's my year. It's my year of my glorious appearing. Of my turning on the scene. Of my manifestation. No more in the shadows. No more under. No, no, no. It's my year. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's our year. It's our year. It's our year. It's our year. 